Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome into this week's edition of the Believe in Tobacco Road podcast. Uh, actually, going to be putting out uh, two episodes this week uh, because I got a special guest joining me today. Uh, former All ACC player uh, for the Duke Blue Devils, Daniel Ewing, on with us uh, this week. Uh, Daniel played at Duke. Uh, from 02 to 05, he was All ACC in 04, 05, three-time All ACC tournament, and he was the ACC tournament MVP in uh, in 2003. Uh, Daniel, first of all, appreciate you uh, joining us uh, on the podcast this week. All right, man, I appreciate you having me on. It's always a pleasure. Uh, again, uh, you're a guy that's obviously I know you played your high school ball in uh, in Houston, uh, and going back to that, I know you know. You were a McDonald's All American. Uh, you know you were you were Mister Texas in, or Mister uh, Basketball in the state of Texas. Uh, so, what was it about uh, about Duke for you uh, that made you want to play your college ball there? Man, it really it started when I was much younger. Uh, just growing up, eight nine years old, man, uh, having a chance to see the ninety one ninety two teams play. Uh, I fell in love with you know I fell in love with the team then. I fell in love with you know with everything about Duke back then, man. Just having a chance to to watch Hurley and Leitner and Grant Hill play, like I said in those early those early nineties, and then just throughout the years, the history of and the players that came through, man. That just uh, it was something I wanted to be a part of. You know, just a winning tradition. Coach K, uh, you know, the whole rivalry thing, like you know how. How can you not? If you're a true basketball fan, you know, a hooper growing up, a kid wanting to pursue to be at that level, how can you not like a team like Duke? That's just this is how I, I looked at it. I, I like all the elite schools, but Duke Duke was definitely one of the schools that stood out the most to me growing up. Yeah, you mentioned uh you mentioned Coach K. I mean what was uh, what was your experience like playing for uh, for Coach K? Man, I mean it was a great experience. Uh, you know, obviously, Coach K has a, a, an, a an abundance of knowledge, and he has you know abundance abundance of experience uh, just throughout the decades and, and the teams he's had, the players he's had, uh, you know, different situations, uh, being a part of the U.S. Uh, the you know the original dream team, you know, getting a chance to coach, uh, you know, the, the USA basketball for the past several years that he's done that. So just his experience, man, his knowledge of, of sharing and, and teaching. Uh, he's a great teacher as well as a great motivator of, you know, showing you how to prepare and, and getting you ready uh, to be the best player you can be. Yeah, certainly, uh, you know, no surprises. We're talking about one of the greatest coaches of all time. I mean, what's uh, what's what's your relationship like him, like with him today, I guess? Well, it's good. It's good, man. I, I try to stay in contact as much as I can. You know, I text him here and there, you know, especially after big wins, uh, you know, and just, you know, just to kind of keep in touch and check up on him. Uh, you know, as much as I can. And we're talking to uh, to Daniel Ewing, former uh, All ACC player for the uh, for the Duke Blue Devils, was a member of the uh, 2004 Final Four team for uh, for Duke. I, you know, we we mentioned the you know, the years that you played there. Obviously, I mean, you played with you know you played with so many great players: Jay Williams, Dunleavy, Boozer, Reddick, Luau Ding. What was it like playing with all those guys? And who impressed you the most out of out of all the guys you played with at Duke? I mean, it was great, man. It's, I mean, it, it was great. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I went to Duke. I mean, I, coming from the, my high school situation, playing with a lot of good players, uh, my backcourt teammate, me and TJ Ford coming out of high school, 
you know, so I was used to already playing with a lot of talent. So that wasn't a threat to me. I wasn't intimidated by, you know, going off to school and playing against guys who were who were maybe just as good as me or better than me. So that that didn't bother me. So that you know, that was a challenge I was I was willing to accept and uh and so it was fun. I mean, you know, the the talent that we that I was that I was able to play with over my four years. Oh, uh, like you you named a lot of great guys, a lot of guys who who were lottery picks and, and had long careers in the NBA. Um, but to answer the second part of your question, I would have to say Jay Will was the most impressive uh, guy that I played with. Um, just the fact that I mean, he was he was just so good, man. He was just so good. Just unfortunate we didn't get to see him have a long career due to his you know his accident, his injury. But uh, Jay Will was a, he was he was he was really he was really special. Yeah, I, I, he's always been my favorite Duke player of all time, I, actually. Uh, so, I mean, I, I certainly can understand and, uh, and agree with that. Uh, you, you know, Duke, Duke UNC coming up on, uh, on Saturday, uh, obviously. What was, it, what was it always like, you know, leading up to that game for you guys? Uh, honestly, man, I mean, I guess it's different. I, I have to say it's probably different for each individual, how you handle it. Uh, I mean, you hear. I mean, you you know, you see the commercials and advertisements on ESPN and on TV the whole week and leading up to the game. Uh, you know, people around town. You know, in Durham. Uh, you know, you getting you hearing the talks and maybe go to the barbershop, You know, the barbershop talk and all that. So, I mean, it, it's great. It's great build up uh, going into those games. Uh, but I, you know, I don't, it's not too crazy. Like Coach K does a great job of, of preparing us each year. You know, just for you know, we we know what we're going into. We know you know we know who we're going up against. We know the history. We know the tradition, and so that's how we approach it. We don't approach it like it's just this, uh, you know, this big hoopla game that you know that we that we've never experienced before. So we approach it like not that it's in there. We understand it's Duke Carolina, but we approach it you know as as the next game. Uh, you you know you meant we talked touched on it there. I, mean, I guess what's what's your favorite memory from playing in the in those rivalry games? Memory, ah, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, I would have to say I think it was my junior year. My junior year, uh, we at Carolina. Chris Duhon hit the layup to win the game. Uh, yeah, I think that was my junior year. My yeah, uh, that was that was. A, I mean, that was. A, I mean, we we had. I, I played. I was able to play in some some really good, especially after my freshman year. I was able to play in some really classic. Especially in my opinion, some classic Carolina games, uh, and so that was one of my senior year uh, at home. Game was close. We got a stop to end, uh, at the end of the game to win against Carolina at uh, at home. Uh, so for me, I mean, I was in my career. I think I was ten and two against Carolina in my four years. That's so, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty good. That's, yeah, that's, I mean, so you know, and 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 you know. You know and a couple of those games, including the ACC tournament. So, yes, I mean, I, I got a great record against Carolina. Uh, what was, you know, obviously it's such, a, such an intense rivalry, but you guys are obviously, you know, you're seven miles apart uh, in terms of, of the campuses. So what, what was, you know, you guys, what was your relationship like with some of those guys, you know, off the court? Honestly, man, it's, it's, it's good, you know. Honestly, it's good. The, the media and, you know, and you would think that, the two teams, these guys, we don't we don't like each other, or that you know that is some type of animosity, or whatever the case may be. But you got to realize, I mean, most of us grew up playing against each other, 
Uh, we've known, we knew each other, or known each other before we got to, you know, Duke or Carolina. And so there was already relationships between those guys. It just so happened, uh, the Carolina, they just happened to make the wrong decision and chose the wrong <laughs> school to go to. But no, uh, but no, most of the time, man, if you have a, you know, guys have a great relationship with guys in Carolina. Like I said, you've known these guys in high school or even, even before that. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the media and, and the rivalry makes it seem like, we, we the two the two the, the team the players hate each other. It, I don't. That's never the case. Hey, we're talking to uh, Daniel Ewing, uh, former uh, Duke Blue Devil, uh, played at Duke from uh, from O two to O five. I, I guess you know we touched on your favorite memory from the uh, from the Carolina rivalry. I guess what's uh, what's your favorite memory or maybe favorite couple memories uh, just from uh, just from playing at Duke in general. Freshman year, just the, the initial uh, blue and white game. Uh, you know, obviously that was the first time you know, I was actually putting on the Duke uniform with my name on the back. Uh, so that was, I mean, that's always going to stick out to me. Uh, uh, being a part of, what was that? Was it my second year? Or was it my freshman year? I'm not sure, but I, I mean, winning, being an MVP of the ACC tournament, uh, that I mean, that sticks out to me. But I, I think the most memorable for me was, you know, even though we didn't win it all that year, but the final four run we had my junior year. I mean, because that's for me, that's out, you know, out, that's that's one of the reasons I went to Duke was, you know, to have a chance to play for national championships. And so, uh, just what happened out, I just only had one year to do that. So that I mean, that was a special year for me that I, you know, that I always cherish. <laughs> did uh you know I, I always remember that UConn game because that was that was such a good game. Did uh did JJ get fouled? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure, man. I mean that that was that's a tough loss. I mean that's a that's a tough loss, man. I hate I hate replaying that game. Uh, there's no way we should have lost that game. Uh, but yeah, I, I you know I, I'm not even sure, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was just always I remember watching that game vividly I always felt like he did get fouled on that final uh, final possession but it was a great final four game uh, no question about that uh, obviously you know you mentioned you know you, you shared a backcourt in high school with uh, with TJ Ford uh, what was uh, what was playing with TJ Ford like because I mean he was obviously you know an all-american level player as well ended up being a first round pick. Uh, of the uh, of the Bucks. So what what was it like uh, playing with TJ Ford? Man, it was it was a blessing. Honestly, man, it was one one of a kind situation. TJ, I mean TJ, he's a he's a special type of player, man. Like I said, outside of outside of Jay Jason Williams, man, like TJ's right up there with like one of the best players I've ever played with. Uh, so. Uh, it was special. We we had we created some 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 special and historic uh, moments and memories, you know, for ourselves and and for you know for our high school. And so, like I said, some something that can never be erased, and something that might not, uh, something that might not ever you know, that it might not be done again for a long time, especially here in Texas. Yeah, certainly the uh, certainly the case. Uh, have you have you got a chance to to watch uh, much of the Duke team uh, this season so far? Uh, what are you, I guess what are your what are your thoughts on, on them uh, so far this uh, this season as we kind of head into the first meeting with uh, with UNC? Oh, it's been tough. It's been tough, man. But uh, being a former player, 
you know, of, of, you know, being being a former player, I understand, you know, I understand how it, you know, how the season can be going the way it is. Uh, and you got, I mean, it's tough, and, and, and there's no exception all across the board. You know, everybody's dealing with dealing with the same, you know, the same situation. We're we're in a pandemic. You have all this stuff going on. These guys away from home, and it just so happened. We're a team that, you know, we have a lot of turnover every year. So we don't have a lot of experience on our team to carry us through tough times like this. So, And that's really the reason why uh, they're having the type of season they have. It's not that the kids are, are not good. They have, a, they have a bunch of talented kids on the team. It's just that, you know, we don't have enough experience of guys that, that's been there, that's been, through the, you know, that's been through the battles to help carry us through some of those tougher, tougher situations. Well, especially in a season like this, right, where, I mean, you haven't, they haven't. They didn't get to have the. You know, you typically have the closed door scrimmages and things like that leading up to the right. season to kind of help get get you ready. So I mean, you know, how much of an impact do you think that that's had on this team, just from a you know lack of experience standpoint? A big impact. I mean, if you really look at the landscape of college, of college basketball, just this year, this year, right? The best teams, uh, the Baylor's, the Gonzagas, whoever. I mean, whoever else is up there, uh, Texas. University of Houston. These guys are ranked in the top five and top ten. Uh, Iowa. I don't know who else. Villanova. I don't know who else up there. But all these guys, all these teams have experienced players that come back from previous seasons or last season, right? Uh, you look at you look at Duke. You look at uh, Carolina. You look at Kentucky. Uh, I'm not really sure about Michigan State, but I know I know they're having a, a struggle. I know they're struggling this season as well. You look at those four elite blue blood type of schools, and you and you ask yourself, like, man, why these schools might not make the tournament? Yeah, right. Like, like all four of these schools have a great chance of not making the tournament, and you're like, how could that? How can that happen? Well, because you have a bunch of turnover, and you have a whole lot of freshmen, and maybe sprinkle in one or two sophomores, you know, trying to trying to lead a team or trying to you know trying to trying to go through a season like this and, you know, and they just don't have that experience. They haven't been uh, battle-tested enough to, you know, to be able to deal with not having, like you said, a, a real preseason, a real training camp, uh, you know, not the traditional being able to, you know, have family and fans in, in the stands. Like, that's, you know, a lot of these things come into play, uh, you know, for, for those, for Duke especially, but for those other teams that I named as well. And we're talking to uh, Daniel Ewing, former uh, Duke Blue Devil, played at Duke from 02 to 05. Uh, it was the ACC tournament MVP in 2003. I, Duke and Carolina, I mean, they're, they're both both coming off losses going into this game Saturday night. What do you think, from what you've seen, what do you think Duke has to do uh, to beat Carolina on Saturday night? Uh, well, you know, obviously, got to take care of the basketball. And we got to be able to defend. We got to be able to defend. Uh, so you know, can we can we keep uh, can we keep Carolina to you know because they're they're a bit they're a pretty big team. They have some big boys. So can can we keep them to one shot and done? You know, after after we play good defense and they miss the shot, we got to make sure we rebound well, keep them to one shot. And then, like I said, be able to defend, keep guys out the paint, and uh, you know, on the offensive end, take care of the basketball. And, and, and play together and move the ball, you know, and space the floor and make plays like they like they've done the last couple of games. Just so happy, I mean, they had a letdown against Miami. Uh, I don't think that they played bad, but you know, the game that they was expected to win, you know, being Miami was struggling as well. But 
uh, you know, just, you know, like I said, just next play mentality, you know, forget about Miami now, it's Carolina, focus on this game and trying to win it, not the hype of the Carolina-Duke game, which is going to be tough because, like I said, a lot of these freshmen, they've never, they haven't played Carolina yet, so, you know, how, how do they control their emotions and dealing with the hoopla of Duke-Carolina? Uh, but yeah, just going out and, and you know execute the game plan the best way they can and, and give themselves a shot to win this game. And I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, it should be an interesting game, uh, no question about that. I, you know, as far as your your pro career, I mean, you you were the second pick of the uh, in the second round by the Clippers in two thousand five. What do you uh, what do you remember about that night, about draft night? You, uh, what kind of intel did you have going into that night? Where did you think you were going to be selected? Uh, anywhere from the mid mid twenties to early second round. Okay, so, you, so uh, about that range. Yeah, about that range. Okay, I, you also I, I know I mean you were in the league for a couple of years. Uh, you had a long successful career overseas. Uh, you know, a lot of guys struggle playing over there because of the different cultures. How, how did you adjust, uh, you know, playing? And you played in a number of different places in Europe. Yeah, man, it was uh, it was tough. Like, I tell people all the time, man, overseas is, is not for everybody. Uh, it takes a certain type of mindset and discipline to, you know, to, to make it over there. Uh, fortunately for me, you know, I was, you know, I, I came, I was coming from the NBA, so uh, the money situation was, you know, was a, made things a lot more comfortable for me early on. Uh, to you know, to where I you know I didn't have to worry about that part of, it. but that's a part of it that 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 kind of takes some guys out too, especially early in their career. You, you're not, you know, you 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 you're considered a professional, but you might not be getting paid like you know, like you think a professional would. And it's just a lot of it's a lot of it's a lot of things that go on, man, that and that people don't know about. You know, when you go play overseas, but uh, it can take a toll on you. So, like I said, just for me, man, I was fortunate enough to you know to have some port. And, uh, you know, I was disciplined enough and, and I was trying to, and I really, I went overseas and this day I was trying to prove something. So I was trying to prove that, you know, I was good enough to, you know, to do what they said I wouldn't, I couldn't do, uh, you know, in the NBA. So initially that was, initially that was my, that was my drive my first few years. And you, I mean, you had a successful career over there. I mean, you were three, won the Polish League Championship three times. You were the finals MVP in 2011. You won, won the, the Russian Cup. Uh, you know, how, I, I think you. I think I counted you played in seven different countries. I, yeah, I, I couldn't too too many. Man. I could I could name them, but I don't even know. How. It's, yeah, it was way way too many countries I visited uh, that I necessarily didn't want to visit. But you know, looking back on it now, man, you know, I, I'm, I'm thankful for the experiences and you know all the places I got to visit, uh, with the exception of one. But like I said, I, I met some good guys along the way, just at every stop. What what was the what was the favorite place you played over there? For me, the favorite place would be Istanbul, Turkey. Okay. Uh, hands down, the favorite place for me. Uh, I think next would be, and I wish I would have got a chance to visit Israel when I was a little bit younger. Uh, but Israel, Israel was also a 
a nice style for me. But that was like that was later on in my career. You mentioned there was one place you didn't want want to. What's what was the what was the worst place you had to play? The worst place ever was Mariupol, Ukraine. Oh. What's uh, I guess what's your what's your favorite memory from playing in Europe? Uh, favorite memory. That's tough. That's a good one, man. Nobody's ever asked me that one. Uh, favorite memory of playing in Europe. I would have to say, I would have to say I would I would I would be doing a disservice to not mention uh, the years I had in Poland with that team. Uh, the teammates I had, the organization was great. Uh, winning three Polish championships. Uh, you know. Uh, the history we made by you know making it to the final eight in the Euro League. Just anyway, it was a lot of success I had in those three years in Poland. So I would have to say just that 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 three year that three year run we had in Poland. Uh, I know uh, I know you're you're kind of getting in. You got into to broadcasting uh, a little bit, uh, but tell us uh, you know kind of update us uh, on what you're uh, what you're up to now. Oh uh, yeah, man. Doing a little bit of broadcasting uh, here locally in, in Houston, calling some high school games, but also got a chance to do some uh, some college basketball also on uh, the past uh, last year and this year. Uh, yeah, man, just trying to you know just trying to stay active, trying to stay in the basketball realm of things. Uh, you know, checking out talent, high school, college. Uh, you know, uh, doing some training here and there. So just doing a little bit of everything, trying to do a little bit of everything. Uh, certainly, uh, certainly good to hear you. And we're talking to uh, to Daniel Ewing, former all C- all ACC player for the uh, for the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, Daniel, again, I appreciate uh, you so much taking the uh, the time to join us uh, on the podcast today. All right, man. I, pre- I appreciate you having me on, man. I enjoyed it. Again, that's uh, Daniel Ewing, former uh, Duke Blue Devil, joining us on the uh, I believe in Tobacco Road podcast. This week, again, you can get the Believe uh, Believe in Tobacco Road podcast uh, at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. Uh, also, uh, anywhere that uh, that you get podcasts, Apple, Spotify, they're available everywhere. Again, we'll have another episode uh, coming out tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about uh, about Duke and Carolina. That'll do it for uh, for this week's or for this uh, special episode of Believe in Tobacco Road. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.